Welcome everyone. We're about to begin Bezas Hashem, Feedback and Insights, share number 106. Uh, we're talking now about how marriage is not something that's fixed and static. And many people miss the opportunity to grow themselves and their marriages because they underestimate their own potential for change and they underestimate the potential of their marriage to change to the most unbelievable heights that it could be. They set a very low bar for themselves and they satisfy themselves with maintaining a mediocre status quo. And this is something that one needs to really re-evaluate. Now, it happens a lot that in the beginning of marriage, there's a lot of idealism. And then when real life sets in, then people get to a point where they're just status quo. They don't really work on the marriage. They're more like cruise control. They work through the stresses of life as best as they could, but they don't really have any high aspirations for themselves or for their marriage. And that is a real shame because the vision of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what he wants from all of us is to connect with him. And we're married to him, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he wants us to have that connection as a husband and wife so that he could dwell with us and be a partner with us as a husband and a wife. This idea of marriages being uh, status quo, static, fixed, is very often why it happens a lot where both men and women end up having emotional affairs, um, at work or in other places and we're not making excuses for it. We had many shiurim about emotional affairs and about the nisiyonis of the workplace. So this is not a matter of making excuses, but looking at it objectively, it is 1000% clear that if a marriage is vibrant, if a marriage is something that one, both of them work on, put a spark into, work constantly to keep it uh, fresh and keep it new and keep it um, alive in a very powerful way, then the Nisyanis from the outside are much, much less. And the fact that it is lukewarm, status quo, that there's no real connection at home, that there is a certain drifting already taking place, that makes the Nisyanis in the workplace or in other places where emotional affairs could take place much, much stronger. So it's not a matter of making Khalila any excuses, but the fact remains, though, is the more you work on a marriage, the more warm it is, the more you believe in the potential for change, the, the more you believe in the potential of how your marriage could be unbelievable, that is how it gets stronger and stronger, and how by doing that, it is most le- less likely to fall into nisyanis from the outside. This idea, we daven all the time to create us anew, every day, every morning, and we have a chance to be different than we were the day before. We don't stay in one place. We're always moving, either up or down, closer or further from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we always want to renew ourselves and get ourselves closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is a movement 
that we have when we serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we need to invite this movement in our marriages away, as well, to realize that if we put in the effort, we move our marriage upwards. It gets stronger. We open the door for ourselves and our husbands and wives to explore a different way of being, a different way of handling situation. Yes, we're a work in progress, but marriage is meant to prof- change us in profound ways for the better. That is really what, what it is. For that to happen, you have to allow yourself to be impacted by each other, by to be motivated by each other, to be inspired by the good aspects of each other, and to let experiences that we go through make us grow, not wear us down, and to generate between a husband and a wife a true joy, a true simcha, a true menucha sanefesh from the depths of our souls. And that's really the goal. It's very important to remind ourselves on a regular basis that our marriage and all life circumstances that you and your wife, you and your husband are dealing with together is a Pesach, is an open door to confront our limitations. We see where we're limited. We experience emotions that are holding back our growth and we work towards going past that for personal change, for getting close to Tachadosh Baruch Hu, to work on what we need to work on to bring a ticken to ourselves, a ticken to our marriage, and a ticken to the world overall. So people just assume, you know, you get married, have kids, that's what everyone, you know, most of the world does. There's a deep, deep purpose behind it. There's a big point of tremendous growth that comes from it. When you are aware of this bigger picture, when you're aware that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is putting you and your wife, you and your husband together to grow together, to spark a renewal, to get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to change you dramatically for the better, then everything that you and your husband and you and your wife do, even if it may seem superficial, is a source of bonding and closeness. Even all physical activities that you do together, it has a deeper purpose beyond whatever is being accomplished in, you know, looking in this world. You're connecting yourselves to your eternal mission that's through the union of being together that HaKadosh Baruch was asking us to reveal. Even in the most mundane acts and mundane conversations between you and your husband, you and your wife, Deep, there's a deep purpose behind it. You're connecting to Hashem as you're connecting with your, to your husband. You're connecting with Hashem as you're connecting with your wife. If you really believe that and you really see that, then it motivates you. You, 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 you yearn for it. You desire it. And you take a lot of pleasure from it, even from the mundane interactions. Hashem loves those mundane interactions between a husband and a wife, getting along, working through the best they can with life. doesn't always have to be, uh, you know, being on a high. And it is a tremendous thing. And it's important. This is a Ari Mikla, the marriage. You're bombarded. Yes, there's a lot of achrayas in raising a family. 
and you have obligations to whether parents or other members of your family or your community. And all of these things are true. So it's not always easy. But when you look at the bigger picture and you look at the inner dimension of marriage, you'll see that no matter what goes on in life, no matter what it is, you'll be able to connect and you'll be able to grow. So the one idea is is to look at your marriage as a way to become closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to transforming yourself, and there's this tremendous brachas in your marriage. Very often they're revealed, it's just that we don't appreciate it, and some are hidden beneath the surface, but with hard work it comes out, and then you begin to appreciate it. Another important aspect of marriage is people have trouble leaving their old life behind. Even if, let's say, someone had a childhood that was difficult, a teenage years that was difficult, but it's something they're familiar with, something they're used to. And the marriage, though, is an unknown and new experience. So they yearn for the good old days. Now, of course, in the beginning, you don't realize this. In the beginning, when you have that excitement of the new transition, I'm getting married, I'm going to be on my own, my own house, my own wife, my own whatever, you're excited about it. Sometimes you have a relief, I got out of the house. But later it creeps in when day in and day out of regular life comes, comes, comes to four, then the celebration is over and every day life begins. This new life with your wife, with your husband, is a transition and you yearn for the way it was before. Some, you know, this applies also when a person leaves a country or a culture or leaves a certain area of from Kai to a different area of from Kai. Someone became religious after being non-religious. It's hard, not just beside the Torah laws, but beside the connections and being used to something and now you're doing something totally different. It's not easy. And when someone gets married, the full extent of what was being sacrificed by you're leaving your old life and being with your wife or husband in a new home is not, you don't realize it at the time. And as life goes by, you know, and real life sets in, then it becomes apparent. And then you're wondering, what did I do? You know, in those harder days, you say to yourself, uh, you know, did I, did I make the right decision? And we need Amuna for this. We need Amuna to believe that, yes, it was the best decision you could do. Hashem wants it this way. He wants you to grow. Of course, it's difficult sometimes. But, and it's part of your identity, where you were, where you came from, where your parents were, and so on and so forth. But what Hashem wants every person, that's part of al Yazav Ishes of Avis Imai. You'll leave your father and your mother, you cleave to your wife, and the wife cleaves to him. And it's hard sometimes. It's easy in the beginning, maybe, then you marry, and then you're leaving your parents behind, and your old life behind, and there's a lot of changes. And when now you have a child, two children, and you yearn for that good old days when you had less responsibilities, and you could run back, quote-unquote, home. So it's important not to panic when you feel this way. Not to judge yourself harshly if you feel this way. Don't assume you made a mistake. These are normal changes in life that takes a while to adjust to. And 
it, you trust where you need to be, you're with the right person where you need to be, and you open yourself to all the healing and growth and being mature of what's hidden in the challenges you're facing. So there's nothing wrong with remembering some good memories of what it was before. But nevertheless, one needs to understand and realize that marriage is indeed a new chapter and not to be afraid of it, but to welcome it and realize there's hidden, beautiful treasures within. Another important point, and this is a big mafria, it holds back Shalom Bayes tremendously, and we all go through this, and that's feeling overwhelmed. That is feeling overwhelmed. When we're inundated with more than we can do, or more than we think we're capable of doing, then tension takes place within us, spills over into our marital relationship with our husband or wife. The one more one feels overwhelmed, the less patience you have, the less interest you have, the less empathy you have, the more overwhelmed you have, the less sensitive you are, the less sensitivity you'll have, the less understanding. Less of everything to be a good husband or wife when you feel overwhelmed. And uh, sometimes a person doesn't even realize that it's being overwhelmed that caused him or her to get thrown off. And very often each spouse doesn't recognize that the other one is drowning in that overwhelmness. They know and sense something's wrong. They're getting on each other's nerves. They're find, finding fault in each other or they're avoiding each other or they're seething with inside or they're upset. In the meantime, the, the kuda shebedavar the point of it all is the overwhelmness, being feeling overwhelmed. And it's very important to understand this. And the first thing you do, and this is an unbelievable you cite, is when you check in with yourself and with your husband and wife on a basic level, and you acknowledge to each other, you know something, we both have it hard now, we're both overwhelmed and you acknowledge it to each other, it's extremely helpful. That's already, it's sort of with everything that when you identify the problem, it becomes part of the solution. Here especially, when you look at each other and say, you know, I've been, I know uh, edgy, and you've been edgy, and we haven't been the same, and sometimes we say things we regret and we don't mean, but the Nakuda Shevadavar is because we're somewhat overwhelmed and scared about our responsibilities, and you acknowledge it to each other, that's the first step of working things out and diffusing the tension. That's very, very important. And then you do everything you can to work on combating that aspect of feeling overwhelmed, getting the moral support or encouragement or appreciation from each other, from other people. Ask for help in various situations. That's part of being adult also. To be realistic about where you are, Realize you have a limit to what you do. Maybe you took on too much and you need to scale back a little bit and, um, and not, to, not to get scared about the overwhelming, overwhelmingness that you are feeling. Sometimes we, we, we have these schedules in our mind where we think we need to take care of something and it should be finished by now and it's not finished yet and it takes time. We, 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 we want something to happen and we want to organize something, and we think it could happen in the, in a week, and it maybe takes three weeks or four weeks. Because when we want to get over with it, we put a short timetable, which creates a lot of tension. 
And we need to really understand and be realistic that things take time. Things take time. So we need to make sure not to impose unreasonable demands on ourselves or on our wives or on our husbands. And we need to understand, to be honest with each other, to be honest with our husband and wife, and you could only do everything with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's help. So when there is an overwhelmingness being felt by both of you, you talk to each other about it, you treat each other with compassion and love, and it makes it much more easier to cope. Number one is you'll acknowledge it, you'll try to do things that would help you become less overwhelmed, and sometimes you'll get that outside support that you, you truly need. So to review the main points of this year, very, very important. Number one is to embrace movement and change in marriage, not to allow things to stay stagnant. Don't let things stay status quo. Don't underestimate the potential of change in yourself and in your marriages. Don't have the bar set low. There's treasures in your marriage, whether you see it now or whether you don't see it now. There's unbelievable treasures in the ma- in your marriage. We're blinded sometimes by two reasons. Number one is because as human beings, we fail to look at the good. We're only looking at the problems. So we grow on a car and putting an eye on what's good and emphasizing that. That's number one. And number two, indeed, there are many potentially great things that right now may still be be below the surface. But with the work and discovering about yourself and your husband, between yourself and your your wife, you understand each other and you start growing, those treasures come out. It's beneath the surface now, but it will come out. Don't get discouraged by the bumps in the roads. You will see if you work at it, that treasure will come out because that's what Hashem wants. He wants it to make visible. He wants you to have a good life with your husband and wife, and he wants to be there with you. And again, it's normal to sometimes miss your old life from before you were married, especially in the first few years. But I'd say it's okay to understand that and realize that's where you need Amuna to realize that this is the path Hashem wants for you. It comes with responsibilities and it comes with hard work, but you don't panic or judge yourself harshly. Don't think you made any mistakes. There's hidden bracha in that in there. And once you work at it, it doesn't it's not hidden anymore. It becomes revealed. And you see more and more and more of that bracha. And lastly, don't be afraid when you're overwhelmed. And understand that a lot of the tension or bumps in the roads in the marriage could be because of both of you, one of you or both of you, feeling overwhelmed. That's when you have less patience and the midas that are not so great crop up. But if you acknowledge, the very acknowledgement, you know, I am sorry, I realize now that the reason sometimes I behaved badly or I had a short attention span or I was annoyed quickly was because I'm overwhelmed. And you acknowledge it to each other and you work it through. And with that itself, it creates a bond and a connection. And you should all, Metashem Bizoicha, to see all the revealed and hidden brachas in your marriage. You will see the revealed, it's hidden, could be that it's revealed already, and it's only hidden because you're not looking at the chesed that Hashem is doing for you now, all the good points. And you look at it, you emphasize it, you bring it out, 
you'll start filling yourself with joy about your marriage. And number two, to realize that even if it's not yet on, in the, on the surface yet, it's underneath, underneath the surface still, like fresh water, river, or water underneath the earth, which has to be dug and then it comes out. But it's there. It's there, and with work, you will see it. You will see it, and this is what Hashem wants from the both of you. And it is the most deepest, most beautiful relationship because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants it to be that way, and He will help you. You daven for it, and you do your shtadlis, and you will be matzliach. Bracha and